Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning today's shear in Simon Dalud, Sivkat Anches, Good Moed, Cholomoy Pesach. We are on the last word of page Tess, about to turn on to page 18. The Mechaber says in Sivches, Natilas Yadayim Shacharis Einotlan Agabe Karka, one who is washing his hands in the morning should not wash on the ground, but rather should wash that the water goes into a kli. So the Meshavura says on page 18 in Sifkaton Yudches, one should not wash over the karka, even on top of little wood pieces is forbidden, because there is ruach ra, there's evil spirits that show on the waters, and therefore we don't want the waters on the ground or on top of these wood chips. Rather, you should wash on top of a kli. Says in the Shabura and Sifkat on your test. It's good for a person to leave two vessels by his head. In order that he can wash from one kli into the other kli when he wakes up in the morning. We'll look at a couple of notes. Uh, note number 29 in the second paragraph points out. If the water from the Tilas does in fact spill on the floor, even though there are other opinions, Rashom Zaman Arbach says, Shadai Bekach Shemenagva, it's enough that you just dry it up. The Ain Sarach Lishboch Alehem Mayim Amanas Levatlam. You don't have to start pouring on water to be Mavatlet, Rashom Zaman holds, it's enough just to dry up the water that spilled. If you look at note number 30, a very important note as well, Velito Yodov Al Kior Shieshbo Klei Ochel. Can one wash Nagavasar? in a sink that has dishes in the sink. So there, Shlomo Zalman says, it's 100% muter l'chavchila to wash your negelvaser over dishes in a sink. Since afterwards, anyway, you're going to rinse off those vessels. And when you do rinse them off, and when you do rinse off these vessels, all you'll have to do is rinse it off one time. You would not have to wash the vessels three times, like we saw last time when it comes to the food that you touched, that you should wash it off three times. By the vessels, it's enough to wash it off one time, according to Rechaim Kanievsky. Says the Mechaber Vaiter in Siftes, Mayim shal natilas yadayim shachris asr lehonos mehem. Water that was used for natilas yadayim in the morning is asr to benefit from them. V'lo yishpechim babayas, and one should not pour them out in the house. V'lo b'mokom sh'ovrim sh'om b'nei adam, and not were a place where people walk by, again because of the ruach ra. Says the Meshavura in Sivkat and Chaf, mehem. We said you can't get Hanav from them. Alkain lo yitnem behemto. Therefore, one should not put it in front of his animals for drinking. And one should not pour it in the house, we said in the Machaber. One should not pour it in a place where people are walking by. Because people could get damaged from the evil spirits that are on the waters. Rather, rather a person should pour the water out on a place that is slanted or in soft dirt. In note number 33, it points out, And when you do pour it out over there in a place where it's a slant, so the Shalshan Shuvah Shalmas Chaim Rait, Sha'af im over Adam Makom Zeh, Ein Ruach Ruach Rishus Lahaziko, Kevin Shasa Kedin. So if one does do the proper thing and he pours out Bamako Midron in a place of a slant, and the water is sliding down, so there, even if a person walks by and passes over, the Ruach Ruach will not have an evil effect on him, because the person acted in the appropriate manner. Let's go weiter in Sif Yud. The Machaber says, Notel Kli Shalmayim Biyad Yemino. You take the vessel filled with water in your right hand. 
and then you place it in your left hand, in order that you should pour the water on your right hand first. So again, the Mechaber says, you take the clay with your right hand, then you place it in your left hand in order to pour it on your right hand first. Why are we doing this funny thing? Says the Mishabur and Sifkatan the reason why we're placing it in our left hand, after we took it first with our right hand, is Kedeshi is Gaber Yamin, in order that the right should uh, be strengthened, Shu Chesed Al Smol Din. The right hand represents the Chesed, and the left hand represents Din, and therefore we want the Chesed to win out over the Din, so we want to show the Chesed is in control, so you fill the coast up with your right hand, and you pass it from your right hand to your left hand to do the pouring, so you're showing that the right controls the left, because the right is commanding the left to pour it on the right, and therefore that is a um, his scabrous of, of the chesed over the din. Vegan be'itra aslin and basiyam in the alma. Also for a lefty, he would do the same thing. He would take it with his right hand and then put it in his left hand in order to first pour on the right hand. Continues the machaber vaiter in sif yud aleph. Lo yitol mimisha lo natal yod of shacharis. One should not have his hands washed from someone who did not yet wash his hands. Nagalvaser in the morning says the mishabur and sifkadon chav gimbal. This means you should not have someone who did not wash Negevaser yet pour the water on your hands. But asking him just to pass you the water, even though he did not wash Negevaser, that would be okay. And in note 34, he points out, The reason why we don't want a person who did not yet wash Negevaser to pour the water on someone who is washing Negevaser right now, the Magen Avram brings B'Shem the Zohar, Shekin, Kosov, the... The Pasuk says, V'hizah ha-Torah al-Tameh, the Torah person will pour it on the Tameh person, that's by the Paraduma. And therefore we want a person that already washed Negevaser to pour it on one who did not yet wash Negevaser, and therefore one should not have his hands washed from someone who did not yet wash his own hands. U'lefizah kosov ha-Lev Chaim, shalo yito yodov minachri shu Tameh la-Olam. Therefore a person should not have his hands washed Negevaser from a non-Jew whose hands are Tameh always, Afshlo shapo ruach ruah, even though it's not shach ruach ruah by a nachri, but he has tumah and therefore he should not pour the water over a yid. Meiduch on the other hand, ha'eshal avram tzidei shemikevan shebenachri ein ruach ruah harei unachshav ketor lo inyan v'kiyos adam shachris. He disagrees and he says, no, since the nachri does not have ruach ruah, therefore he is considered a tahor to satisfy this pasuk of vihisa hatar al tameh, and therefore he says a nachri can pour it on a on a yid. To summarize note 34, we're basically saying that the Zohar says the reason why a person who did not yet wash should not pour the water over someone's hands who did not yet wash is because we want a Tahor to pour the water on a Tameh. But when it comes to a guy, there we have a Machlokas, because on the one hand he does have no Ruach Ra, on the other hand he is Tameh, so therefore we have a Machlokas of whether a guy would be allowed to pour the water on a Jew for Negevaser or not. Says the Mishabura Vaitun Sifkatan Chavdala Mimishalo Right, we, a person who did not yet wash should not pour the water on one's hands. Even though this is true by Negevaser, that we don't want to have someone who did not wash their hands yet pour the water on our hands for Negevaser, but when it comes to washing for a Suda, you could have someone who did not yet wash for the Suda to pour water on your hands for the Suda. And the reason is brought down in note number 35. What is the Chilot that when it comes to Negevaser or Makbid? But when it comes to 
Netilas Yadayim for a Siddur would not makbid. So Prima Gadam writes, Netilas Yadayim la Achila Balu Tosefes Kedusha. Netilas Yadayim for Achila has nothing to do with there being a Ruach Ra. All it has to do with is adding Kedusha. And therefore, even one who did not yet wash Netilas Yadayim himself can pour the water on for you because he can add Kedusha for you because there's no Chisar in him. He's not Tame, he's not, he doesn't have Ruach Ra. He's just helping you get extra Kedusha. However, when it comes to washing one's hands for Negevaser, there it's not just coming for Tosefes Kedusha. There it's coming to remove the Ruach Ra. Therefore, one should be makbid to wash only from one who already washed himself. Says the Machaber Viter in Sif Yudbeis. Im Shir Shech Yodov Lotoch Klishamayim. If one stuck his hands into a vessel that was filled with water, in other words, instead of the classic way we know of washing Nelulaser, which is pouring the water over our hands from a kli, but rather one stuck his hands in the kli. Also, the Natila the Kriyashma the Latvila that works as a proper Natila for saying Kriyashma and for davening. Avalolu Ruach Rosh Aleim. However, it does not help to remove the Ruach Ro that's on the hands. But says the Mechaber, if he sticks his hands into three bodies of water, three separate different bodies of waters, there the Mechaber says we are mesupak, we are in doubt, if that will work to get the Ruach Ra off. So again the Mechaber is telling us in Sif Yudbeis, to stick our hands in a vessel that's filled with water would be a good natila for Kriyashma and Tfilah, would not be good to remove the Ruach Ra. If a person stuck it into three separate vessels or three separate bodies of water, then the Mechaber is Mesupuk if it works even to remove the Ruach Ra. Says the Mishabura in Sifkaton Chothei. So we said sticking your hands into a vessel of water does work for Kriyashma and Tfilah. The and you could also make the bracha on because like we learned already a few times in the simon that the bracha was nitkan on the natila that you're doing for the davening or for the bria chadasha, not for the ruach ra. And here, lagavi the davening, it is a proper natila, and therefore one could make a bracha, and we make a drasha from the kior, which is the vessel in the base hamikdash that the kohanim used to wash their hands from in the morning. The aminon bakir, the pasuk by the kior, beracha mimenu, you should wash from it. And we learn from there, velo besocho. From the kior, it has to be from the kior and not by putting your hands inside the kior. But we're medayik from there, ha besocho. But in general, when it comes to any other vessel, you could wash your hands even by sticking them inside. And therefore, it is a proper natila for kriyashma and tefila. And therefore, one could make a bracha on such a natila. Avo, but continues the Mishabura, lahavir haruach ra'a bo'i erui gimel pa'am dafka. But to remove the ruach ra'a, that requires a pouring of three times specifically, and therefore it would not help. The shikshuch bekli afilu me'a pa'am lo chashev ala'echad. And therefore you can stick your hands into the vessel a hundred times, it will always count only as one. Shemiyad nitmu hamayim v'havin kemo shofchen. Because immediately when you put your hands in the first time, it's metami, the waters, and it's considered like water that has to be spilled out. It's like bad waters. And therefore, it will not help to remove the ruach ra'ah. And because of this, the Mechaber is in doubt afterwards. When you use three separate bodies of water, that it could be that it's not specifically the pouring that we need to remove the Ruach Ra'ah. It could be it's not just to wash it. And therefore, as long as you're doing the washing in three separate bodies of water, it could be that would be enough to remove the Ruach Ra'ah. Oh, or maybe, the Ba'inan Erui Mikli Ayodav, or maybe you need specifically a pouring from a vessel onto your hands. And therefore, 
the Machamish Basupuk, where they're putting your hands into three different bodies or vessels of water, whether that's enough to remove the Ruach Ra, or you need specifically to pour it onto your hands from the Kli. Continuing in the end of the first line, first wide line of the Mishabura, the Kasava Primigodim, the Lafiza, according to this, Imtocha Vyodo Banor Shalosh Pa'am, if a person stuck his hands into a river three times, which is a flowing river, or if a person stuck his hands into the snow that was resting on the ground in three separate places, this still will only help like we said before, when it's good for Tfila, you could make, in fact, a bracha but it is a suffix if the three times you're putting your hands into the river or into the snow, if it will work to remove the ruach because it could be we need specifically the pouring from the kli onto one's hands. A little diak in the Mishabur over here, and the, that which is called in the Primigodim, that when it comes to the Nahar, it mentions just putting it three times inside the Nahar. It does not mention three separate places. By the snow, it mentions Mishlosha Mekomos. And the Pshad is that the Nahar is flowing water, and therefore each time you put it in, it's like you're putting it into new water, because the water is constantly flowing. By the snow, which is stationary, it would have to be three separate places in order to get involved in this suffix of whether it will be good to remove the Ruach Roth. It would be sticking it into three times in uh, the same place in the snow or in a non-flowing body of water. So then, like we said before, it would not work for sure for removing the Ruach Ra because the water became Tambay with your first dipping of your hands. Continues the Mishabura and says, these Achronim Paskim, that when it comes to a river, or it comes to snow, or it comes to a Mei Mikvah, it works even to remove the Ruach Ra. Even if this Mikvah, or any of these bodies of water, do not have 40 So, which is the normal measurement for a Mikvah, it still works to remove the Ruach Ra from one's hands. Ayin Sham Od Says the Mishabura Vaiter in Sivkotan Chavav, this is going back on which the, that which the Machaber said, that the, the dipping your hands into the, into the water in the Kli, even though it works for Kriyashma and Tfila, it does not work for the Ruach Ra that's on the hands. Therefore, even if one did this dipping his hands into the Kli, which was good for Tfila and Kriyashma and for Abracha, and then he davened, still he should be cautious that after davening at least, he should wash his hands again to at least remove the Ruach Ra in the proper way. Let's do one more Sif in the Shulchan Arach, or after Sif Yud Gimel, a very a famous discussion. If one was awake the entire night, So if one was awake all night, there is a suffix of whether he needs to wash his hands in the morning, both for tefillah and to remove the ruach ra'ah, because Lamaise did not sleep, we'll see all the stadim of the Safik in the Mishabura, but let's first read the Ramah. So what's the bottom line? What should one do Lamaisa when he's up all night? The Yitlim below Bracha. Therefore the Ramah Paskins that one should wash them in the fact in the morning, but he should not make a bracha. Now let's see the Mishabura that discusses all the Sfakas over here, and we'll see as well a couple of interesting Biralachas. As a matter of fact, let's start with the first Biralach on the page, Imhaya Nayar. I am Mishabura Sakatan Khafchas, I will see in a moment. And so too, if a person is sleeping at night with gloves on, according to the rush, we'll see all this in the Mishabura, 
Could be we should have seen the Mishibu first, but once we start, we'll explain the Biralacha. The Biralacha says the same suffix would apply if one slept at night with gloves on. The same way when he's up all night, he's not touching the dirty parts of his body, so too if he wore gloves during the night, he would not be touching dirty parts of his body. And therefore, according to the rush, you would not need to wash your hands in the morning, because if you remember, the rush is the one who holds that the natila in the morning is because you die in and the mistami, you touch a dirty part of your body, so you have to cleanse your hands before tefillah. So in these two cases, where you're up all night, or you're wearing gloves, you would not need to wash in the morning. Rak mishum ruach ro, bracha, the only side you'd have to wash in the morning with the rush, is to remove the ruach ro, and like we mentioned already many times, we do not make a bracha on the tila that is just removing the ruach ra. And therefore the Biralacha tells us the same suffix that we'll discuss now in the Mishabura will apply to one who goes to sleep with gloves on. Says the Mishabura in Sivkotan Chavzayin, Kol Halayla, one who was up all night. However, Vim Yashem Bimiktasa, but if he slept for a little bit of the night, Lukuliyam Batsarachlito Yodo Baboker Kadin. There everybody agrees that he needs to wash his hands in the morning the proper way. That's assuming he took a real sleep, a permanent sleep on his bed. And the reason is, because we say that some hands, they're, they're moving around a lot. And for sure touch a dirty part of the body. But if a person only slept a, a, a nap, a temporary sleep, according to the rush, that's like one did not sleep at all. Like we just mentioned before, that according to the rush, the reason why we're washing is because our hands are dirty because they touched the dirty part of our body while we were sleeping. But that's only true by a permanent sleep. If it's only a shnasarai, so there we say, we're, we're pretty sure you didn't touch a dirty part of your body. There's no reason to believe that you did because it was a short nap. And therefore, you would not need to wash your hands, as we'll see shortly with a bracha. We say it's a suffix for two things. One is for if you need your hand, wash your hands for davening and to remove the ruach ra. Whether you should wash for tefillah, there is a suffix. If the reason why we wash our hands in the morning is like the rashba leel mishabura sefkatan aleph who said that you'd wash your hands in the morning because you're like a Bria Chadasha. And if so, in this case, even though you were not a Bria Chadasha because you didn't go to sleep, but still says in the Shavura, low plug Rabban of the Rabbanan say low plug, and therefore even though the reason for the Takkan of the Tila was that you were a Bria Chadasha, and now when you're up all night, according to the Rashford, you were not a Bria Chadasha, but there the Mishabura says clearly that we say low plug, and once they instituted a bracha of the Tila in the morning, it applies even one, to one who did not sleep through night and did not become a Bria Chadasha. That's the one side of the suffix. O Shema Iker Hatam Karash, or maybe the Iker reason for the Tila in the morning is like the Rosh. Who says Yadayim Askanios and you have to wash your hands to clean them for davening? Ubeneir and one who was up all night Vilonogo b'mokom matunov and did not touch any dirty part of his body ain't sark natila. He would not need a natila, and therefore that would be a nafkamina between the rush and the rashba. According to the rashba, we say lo plug, and one would wash his hands in the morning with a bracha. According to the rush of Yadayim Askanios, if one was up all night, he would not wash his hands in the morning, and therefore that is the suffix lagabe tefila. And now the Bishabura continues and explains to us the other suffix of removing the Ruach Ra'o. In terms of removing the Ruach Ra'o, we also have a suffix. In Ba'alma Hashenagorim Haruach Ra'o, what causes the Ruach Ra'o in general? Is it the sleeping? And therefore, if it was the sleeping that caused the Ruach Ra, one who slept during the day would also require an Atila to get rid of the Ruach. 
Tachra, Vineyor Barlaila ain't Sarah Lita Yada, but one who was up all night who did not sleep would not need to wash his hands. Oh Halaila Gorim Haruachra, or maybe it's not the sleeping that brings upon us the Ruachra, but rather it's the nighttime. Vim Kain Yadin Hippoch, and if so, the din would be the opposite, that one who was up all night would still need to wash, because Lamaisa went through a night, and one who slept for sixteen hours during the day would not have to wash his hands, because as much as he sleeps, it's the night that brings the Ruach Ra. And therefore we see that we have a two-sided suffix, both for Gavin and Tila for davening and for the Ruach Ra. Again, the suffix, Lugabi davening, is whether Allah is like the Rashba, that you wash the Briah Chadosh, and we say Lo Plug, that would require an Atila, or we say like the Rosh, that Yadayim Askani Hosein, and therefore you have to wash your hands to cleanse them for tefillah, but if you were up all night, mistami, you didn't touch anything, and therefore you would not need an tefillah. And the suffix of Gabi Ruach Ra is what exactly brings upon a person the Ruach Ra. Is it the sleep or the nighttime? And over here where a person was up all night, he had the nighttime, but he didn't have the sleep. Those are the two sveikas. So the Ramah Paskin for us that you should wash without a bracha says in the Mishabura in Sifkaton Chavtes, the Yitlim, you should wash, what's Aloma Sholosh Pa'omim, Mach Masafik, you should wash three times because of Safik, the Chem Bishnea Sifim Shacharza, and so too by the two Sifim after this, you should wash, um, the regular way. I'm just going to read note number 38, which is in the back of the Sefer on page 3. So let's say a person was up all night, which the Ramah just passed him for us, he should wash out of Bracha. When exactly should he wash? So the Shulchan Aruch HaRav writes, As soon as it becomes light, he should wash his hands immediately. However, other postgames are not as makbid as the Shulchan Aruch HaRav. The Chazanish writes that he does not need to wash his hands by Osa Shachar to stop his learning in the middle. And so too writes the Shulma Zalman that he does not have to stop his learning in the middle to wash. Just wash sometime before tefillah. And in Chayn Kiyaski adds that the Minog is to be lenient not to wash your hands right away even if you're not being Osik in Torah. Mishum Shechiv Netilah Zuhu Rak Misafik. Since the whole Netilah is Misafik, we are very relaxed in terms of when the Netilah would be according to all these contemporary poskim. And therefore, on Shavuos morning or any morning where a person stayed up all night, he would not have to run to wash the second it becomes Aloza Shachar. And the last Nakuda in this note is, what about walking Arba'amos or touching different openings of the body before you wash? Like we said, we're makbed on on a normal Negelvaster after a person had slept. So there the Eish Avram says it's all mutter, it's lenient. And so too writes in Shomazam and Arbach that you could walk for Amos, you could touch openings in your body before you wash, because this washing again is only misafik. On the other hand, Rechaim Kinyaski says that it is good to be careful from touching the openings in your body before the Satila. I guess the understanding of Rechaim Kinyaski is that it's, uh, it's Midin Sakona, and therefore, Chamira Misakanta Misura, and therefore it would be in fact better not to touch the openings of your body, which could Chasasholim be a Sakona. Let's go back to the Mishabura on the bottom of page 18, the last Mishabura, which is Sifkotan Lamid. So it's going on the Ramah. The Ramah told us again that one should wash, but without a bracha. There are those Achronim that argue on this decision of the Ramah. And they say, no, one should wash in the morning and should make a bracha. And there are other Achronim that in fact agree with the Ramah that one should wash without a bracha. So we have this big Machlokas in the Achronim. The Chol Zezot the Mishabura, all this is below us at Trachal. If he did not use the facilities, he did not use the Beis HaKisei in the morning. But if the person does do his need, does his needs before the tefillah, there a person would need to wash his hands and in fact make a bracha. 
And this is in fact what a person should do when he's up all night, it's like a person who stays up all night learning Shavuos night. What he should do in the morning is as follows, he should either go to the bathroom, or he should go, but he should make sure to get a little bit of the, of the, on his hands. Then according to everyone, he would be hired to, to make a bracha. We'll see that in the Bir Alacha. But just then, the simple understanding is, according to the Rashba, anyway, we said you can wash, because he said low plug. The only problem was in the rush. And according to the rush, so if you have your hands dirty before tefillah, so he really holds that you wash your hands before every tefillah. And therefore, you would be a chiv even if you the rush in this case. Continues the Mishabura. And he says on the top of page Yud, Vyavarech Alnatilas Sadaim Vashayatzar, and then a person should make a brach of Alnatilasadaim and a brach of Ashayatzar. Let's just look at the Biralacha where he explains it, that which he said in the Mishabura a little more clearly. And their reasoning is for the following. The reason why the Rosh says you make a bracha on Negel Vaster is because your hands are not clean before you wash them. Even though when it comes to Mincha we hold that you do not need to make a bracha. Even if you're washing your hands because they're not clean you would not make a bracha before Mincha. When it comes to shachers, that one has to wash his hands and make a bracha. And therefore, if he went gedolim or he touched a dirty part, he wouldn't need to wash according to the rush. And also according to the Rashba, so the reason why we wash in the morning is because we became a Bria Chadosha, one would have to make a bracha even if he was up all night. First of all, the reason is, like we saw in the Mishibu before, because according to the Rashba, it's low plug. So even if was one up was up all night and he's not considered a Bria Chadosha, the Chazal the, Masakin, everyone washes in the morning. Also, because of the newness of the world, one needs to make a bracha, even if he didn't benefit from it. And therefore, that is the eighth of the bottom line of the Mishra. And the Bera says that one who's up all night and wants to make an Atilas Adayim in the morning, to avoid the suffix, he should go to the bathroom, Gedolim, or Ketanim, and make sure he dirties his hands a little bit. And then, according to everyone, the Rosh, the Rashba, he would have to wash his hands for davening, and he would be able to make the bracha of Anatya Sadaim, and he would make the bracha of Asher Yatzer. We'll stop here, and in Mitzvah Shem tomorrow, we will continue in Sif Yudalad. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any daffin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.ShasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.